You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 340, Fighting the Holiday Blues. You know, it really is no surprise that so many people uh, coming into what really should be the most joyous and, and happy occasion of the year, Christmas, and of course, we just if you're living in the U.S., we just had Thanksgiving and then New Year's. Um, it really should be the most joyous and happy season of the year, but it's the opposite for so many people. Even people who are Christians who should be just thrilled to be celebrating the birth of our Savior experience serious anxiety and depression during the Christmas season. And, and I'll just be honest, it's something that I've experienced over the years. I didn't really even know what it was for a long time, but now I, I'm, I'm a little bit uh, more able to prepare for, prepare for it as we move into the holiday season. I feel... Uh, my emotions shift. I feel kind of that black cloud resting on me just because um, it, it's, it's a, it can be a very difficult time. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing much better with it now, but I know other people still struggle with trying to sort their emotions out during the holidays. One study, and I'll put a link to it in the uh, show notes, indicated that almost half of all Americans experienced depression during the Christmas holidays. Anxiety and depression can be triggered by many things. The loss of a loved one, divorce, loneliness, family discord, financial problems, or the feeling that they will not meet another's expectations. Psychologists even have a special name for the depression, excuse me, that shows up during this time of the year. It's called the Seasonal Affective Disorder, or SAD. Now, honestly, the first time I saw that, I thought it was a joke. But but, and I guess maybe they did it to make it a little bit more um, eye-catching or just to get your attention, but SAD. Seasonal Affective Disorder is a real thing. And like I say, there's a link in the show notes to an article that will kind of give you a little bit more of a idea. Um, great article from Psychology Today. So what does this, this, this seasonal affective disorder look like? For some people, there's going to be emotional heaviness as the holidays approach. Others might feel weary and tired. Uh, you might struggle to get out of bed in the morning. Feelings of sadness because of the lo loss of a loved one. Or maybe even bad memories associated with Christmas might come into play. Many people would even say they, they feel guilt about being depressed or anxious at Christmas, and that only makes their sad, their seasonal affective disorder, worse. So we're going to look, and I'm going to give you several uh, really, really practical tips that might help you, that will give you some tools that from here on out you can deal with this issue.
don't go away. We will be right back. But I wanted to highlight in this episode uh, my resource page. Um, you know, we are in the Christmas season when, when I'm recording this. It's just a few weeks away. And if you haven't done all your Christmas shopping, check out my resource page. There is something there for everybody. I've got a leadership book. I've got some true stories from my law enforcement career, two different volumes of Street Cop. Um, I've got some great Bible study books there that would help you and, um, you know, kind of jumpstart your Bible reading in 2022. And then if you like just some great stories, I've got eight novels that, uh, that I think you'd really enjoy. If you like action, adventure, romance, some thrills, um, even some humor, by all means, check them out. So click on my resource page and, uh, you know, give me a Christmas present. Buy some books. All right, well, we're back. What can I do to combat seasonal affective disorder or SAD? Number one, look outward. Look outward. What, what, what does that mean, Dave? Well, you know, there's times when people need professional help to deal with their emotional issues. Uh, there is uh, clinical depression where, where somebody has been diagnosed being depressed and um, you know they may need professional help, maybe even medication. But for cases that, that uh, um, may not reach quite that level, I encourage you to um, look outside of yourself. You know, depression is very inward looking. I'm looking at my problems. I'm looking at how bad my situation is. Um, I'm looking at, you know, whatever my feelings and emotions are, and I forget about those around me. I wonder how many people might be healed if they could just get their eyes off of their own situation for a while and look for ways to help other people. Um, what would happen if you got your eyes off of yourself and looked for people to bless during the Christmas season and the rest of the year as well? You know, there's something healthy and therapeutic about helping those who are less fortunate than us. Um, there's something healthy and therapeutic about serving other people. And of course, around the holidays, there are so many opportunities to do things for others. Um, the Salvation Army. Um, the, the United States Marine Corps has their Toys for Tots. There are so many opportunities to give time, money, or help um, to other people. Uh, this, this year, our church was involved in the Salvation Army's Angel Tree, where you know we reached out and uh, children had submitted things that they wanted, and we were able to, I believe, around 40 children from our just... From, from our neighborhood that our church took care of, um, we provided Christmas presents for these 40 children who probably wouldn't have had a Christmas otherwise. I mean, how rich and rewarding. Um, I, I, I saw people bringing their gifts into the church, and then uh, they would be collected, and, and my wife actually took um, a, a large number of them yesterday to the Salvation Army. But I remember seeing a couple of people wheeling bicycles into the church with a huge smile on their face, knowing these bicycles were going to be going to, to children who probably wouldn't have Christmas otherwise. People went above and beyond um, spending just a few dollars, but, but you know, really honoring what these children asked for on their list. What a rewarding thing to do at this time of the year. Um, there's homeless shelters 
where p- people can volunteer. There's old folks' homes. Um, there have been a number of times o- over my, my years when um, we've been a part of a nursing home ministry during the holidays and watching these people's faces light up when children or adults come in and sing Christmas carols and just sit and talk to, to these senior citizens means the world to them. They feel lonely. In many cases, they've been forgotten by family. Um, so it's just something to do to quit thinking about ourselves and look for ways to help other people. So look outward. Number two, go to church. If you want to fight seasonal affective disorder, go to church. If church is not a normal part of your life, Christmas is a great time to start a new habit. Christmas especially, uh, most churches have special presentations, musicals, and other services designed to help people celebrate the true meaning of Christmas. I've just been looking even in in the, the local area where I live, east of Atlanta, at the number of churches putting on special musicals. Um, you know, one particular church nearby, a big church, um, you know, is putting on an orchestral Christmas production. Um, our church, every Sunday, we're highlighting a different aspect of Christmas. And, you know, we have something special each week for the children. And, uh, you know, every Sunday is a special time as we lead towards Christmas. And it's just a wonderful time to make some new friends, to sing some Christmas songs, and to maybe hear a message about the true meaning of Christmas. And, you know, for somebody who's struggling with depression, being around positive, loving, and affirming people is really one of the best things that we can do. Um, The atmosphere that a person creates around their life is one of the main things that affects their outlooks on life. So, you know, going to a, to a positive, uh, vibrant church um, really can just do wonders to put us in, in, in the right holiday spirit. So, you know, and again, this is one of the highlights of my Christmas season, knowing that my church does something different every Sunday as we lead to Christmas. There's some special um, event planned, and then also we'll have our Christmas Eve services coming up. So some wonderful things to be excited about. So number three. Number three, plan who you're going to spend time with these these holidays. You know, it's sad to say, but family is often one of the triggers for Christmas depression. And if that's the case, decide ahead of time who you're going to visit and how much time you're going to spend with them. You know, it can be nice to visit relatives, but it can also be nice to leave. Um, planning out ahead how much time you're going to stay at Aunt Gertrude's is a pra- proactive way to eliminate stress. Um, if you're married, talk to your spouse about this prior to the visits. Um, look, I get it. Family's family. You know, we want to spend time with our family. We love our family, but family can also be triggers for stress. So we can decide ahead of time who we want to spend time with and how much time we want to spend there. And, you know, in some cases, if the relationships are toxic, you don't have to be guilted into doing that. Um, You don't have to be guilted into going somewhere that's really going to be an unhealthy emotional environment for you. So think it through, plan ahead, and and, and, and see what you can work out ahead of time. Um, You know, this type of planning uh, will not be practical for everybody. 
because again, family's family. There's there's emotional um, a, a duty there to, to be with our family, and sometimes we feel like it's something we have to do. But make sure you also plan to visit some people, some friends, some relatives who are not going to contribute to your depression. You know, get together with some folks from church. Get together with some friends that that you just enjoy hanging out with. Go out to eat. Just do something that's going to, um, you know, put you in a great frame of mind. Um, but limiting the amount of time that you have to spend with crazy relatives and plenty, include plenty of time with non-crazy relatives is, 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 a lo- is going a long way to help you overcome any type of depression, anxiety, etc. during the holidays. So just a quick recap. We've, we've looked at looking outward, looking for ways to serve, looking for ways to give back during the holidays. Number two, going to church. Or find some other positive group in your community where you can go and spend time. Um, number three, plan who you're going to spend time with. Uh, this is just something proactively that you can do where you decide, you know, if you've got those relatives where there's toxic relationships there, you know, hey, listen, we'll go spend an hour, but hey, we've got somewhere else we've got to go also. And then you've limited your time there. And then number four, exercise. Um, You know, if exercise is not a part of your normal schedule, why not start now? You know, sadly, during the holiday season, if you have been exercising, it usually kind of gets lost in the shuffle because we're so busy doing other things. You know, look, the reality is a good exercise program is one of the best things you can do to defeat depression. Um, Studies have shown, a friend of mine who's a psychiatrist has, has even told me that really that's the first thing she asks when someone comes in and they're dealing with depression is, first of all, do you have an exercise program? And second of all, where are you serving or giving back? Those two things. And, you know, we've already mentioned the, the serving and giving back. But she said, you know, what, what she finds is most people, if they will start an exercise program, get involved in swimming or running or lifting weights or riding a bike or whatever it is, she seldom sees them again because it releases those endorphins into your brain, which promotes positive mental health and well-being. So, A regular exercise program has been shown to be one of the most effective tools in combating depression. And look, you know you're already going to try and lose a few pounds. Whether you say it or not, everybody has that New Year's resolution or New Year's goal to get into shape or drop a few pounds or drop a pant size or two. So why not start now? Why wait until New Year's? Go ahead and get going. Even if you just commit to taking a long walk a a few days a week during December, it's going to help you so much. You're going to notice a difference in the way you feel, and, and really your entire outlook on life, I think, is going to be better just by getting outside, taking a walk, either by yourself or with someone that you enjoy spending time with. It's going to do wonders for you as you move into the holiday season. Um, if you already have an exercise program, don't neglect it during the holidays. Um, I get it. We're busy. But we're also eating more. At least I am. That's what it seems like. So stay active during the Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's holidays. It's going to help you from packing on a few extra pounds, but it's also going to help you mentally and emotionally to combat SAD, 
or seasonal affective disorder. Well, can you think of any other ways to fight the holiday blues? I'd love to hear from you. Send me a uh, comment, a message, an email. Um, You can go to davidspell.com and drop a comment in the comment section for today's post. And, uh, you know, I'd love to hear from you. Let's keep the conversation going. Also, while you're on davidspell.com, make sure you check out my resource page as well as sign up to get my free newsletter so that we can stay in touch. Well, friends, thanks for being with me. We'll see you next week, and Merry Christmas.